Rankings. And we are back from holidays, welcoming in the new year 2020. Uh, welcome to the Fantasy A League podcast. My name is Cody, and with me is my brother Jake. How are you, Jake? I'm going well, Cody. Refreshed, ready to ready to get into it. Yeah. How did you enjoy? You watch much in the holidays? Watch much? I watch very little. Which yeah, usually me. goes the other way, actually. I usually, when you're at home, you got more time, you just throw it on. But I don't know. I felt busy. Yeah, I didn't. I guess when I when we started this, I thought, when would we lose interest? And I was thinking. If I make it through Christmas, I'm doing all right. And here we are after Christmas, so we're doing all right. But I certainly lost a bit of interest um, for fantasy and for the A-League in general. Like when the first 10 rounds, I was watching a lot of games, seeing how my players are doing in this one. I was always keen to see the results and who scored, but I wasn't actually watching the game. game. I don't know. There's so much on. There's so much to do at Christmas time. And, and I mean, you did as well, but we went away for a few days and then we're kind of visiting on Christmas Day out and family and all that. You just... Not in front of a TV as much. And I think um, I said this on the group, but yeah, with our Fantasy A League Facebook group, there's been quite a, um, a drop in interest and engagement and posts and stuff. Yep. Um, there's still some people certainly still playing, but um, even the people see how many people, it shows you how many people have seen each post. I think it's probably gone down by about 30% or something, mm. um, which is to be expected. Um, Anyway, let's hope this, so this podcast we're reviewing uh, round 13, which was the latest round on the weekend, and we look forward to round 14. So let's kick things off, even though we didn't watch a whole lot of football, let's kick things off with our general thoughts on round 13. Jake, we, we do this double chalk award, uh, which basically means the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you want us to kick things off? Yeah, um, I didn't watch any of the games this weekend, so I can't comment so much on, like I said, the, the game play or the, mm. the teams, but... Um, one thing that I'm finding quite interesting is watching the Golden Boot race. Okay. Um, McLaren picked up another couple of goals. Uh, so McLaren and LaFondre both on 12 each. Mm-hmm. Um, and McLaren's had a couple of games less than LaFondre. I think he's scored 12 from nine. Yeah. LaFondre's 12 from 12. Who's the next? Um, Does, do you have it on your screen? Who's the next? I don't have it in front oh, of me right now, but um, there are a number of them, only a couple of goals behind that as well. So it'd be McGree'd be up there and they'd probably... I can't even remember off the top of my head. I don't head, think McGree would still be up there. I think he... He did um, miss a few, so... He missed quite a few games. Davila's probably on about eight, seven or eight as well from a midfield. That's pretty impressive. Yep. I'm trying to think who else. Borussia, O'Donovan. Nah. <coughs> I'm going to come back to this. So we'll keep going, okay. but I'm, I'm going to bring it up while yep. talking. Well, my double chalk award, Jake, just goes to Sydney. Um, their results. They've had injuries. O'Neill and Ninkovic, which unfortunately I've had in my team, um, my fantasy team. They've been out injured. Um, yet they... Keep winning. Um, they haven't dropped points since I think. No, not points. They haven't lost since their. They've lost one game, and that was the derby in round three. I think it was. Uh, they did draw against the Knicks the other week, but yeah, two wins, hard wins, two against Adelaide and Melbourne City. I heard. So I mean, two-one win against Adelaide, but I heard that they were quite dominant. Like they yeah. looked really good. <clears throat> well, I heard. Um, Second half Adelaide was pretty impressive and they certainly okay. could have got something out of it. But they just hold on and I think it was Retre popped up with a double uh, while Ninkovic was out injured. So they're nine points clear, they're looking really good mm-hmm. um, and even when they're not playing their best, they're winning and that's a sign of a champion team. So had Ninkovic out, O'Neill wasn't there, Ryan Grant wasn't there. Yes, right, suspended, yeah, yeah, and they're still winning. There you go. Impressive stuff. Golden boot, Cody. Yeah. Uh, update, so as I said, McLaren and LaFondre on 12. Davila is on eight. Yeah. Third, McGree, Toymanen, Brochure all on seven goals. Fornaroli, O'Donovan, Barbarusis all kind of six and five. Barbarusis yeah. is looking good. Yeah, I think he's starting to. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's remember that when we get to the team of the year. I won't forget it, Jake. All right, salted caramel award. I'll kick things off. I'm just. You might have said the same. I'm just going Newcastle Jets. 
Um, last few weeks have been dismal. Yeah. Ernie Merrick getting the sack. I don't well, know who's I, coming in. Yeah, spoiler, I did pick Newcastle yeah. just as well, so I'm going to ask you, what do you think of his sacking? I don't know. I, the thing is, it's hard to comment because you don't know any of the details. You don't know the discussions. You don't know what they're planning on. You don't know what their backup options yeah. are. Sitting from afar, and I haven't read any, any articles, I can see both sides of it. Like, um, he's obviously, they're bottom of the table. They haven't done well. But then you go, well, they've got major injuries. They're, they're strapped for cash. Um, they're not the greatest squad. And it's only, what, 13 rounds in? I don't know. I, what about you? Yeah, it's a tough one. I think if you just look at his results, it makes mm. sense. Like, they're really struggling. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I mean, Merrick's won the double twice. I think I read a thing saying he's the only coach to have done that in the A-League. Um, so he's, he knows how to you know, manage a team, but obviously just hasn't clicked with the playing group he's got there. I don't know that they've, they did enough to bring in new, new talent. Yeah. Um, you know, Arroyo up front. They got no money. And, and their main, their main uh, signing was, is being injured, or yeah. whatever his name is, Hullahan. Um, Patches yeah. O'Hullahan. Um, but yeah, Jets, they apparently haven't been playing that well either. They've just been really leaky at the back and they, their formation, I was listening to something they play with like that, I don't know what they call it, but the number nine doesn't do any pressing or defending, so they sort of leave Petrados just to wander around yep. and do it, have a free role, whereas in the A-League, you probably can't really do that. Um, well, obviously, they haven't been able to do it well anyway. Um, but I'm not a tactician, Jake. I don't know anything about that. So let's move into the TPO Rankings League, how we're going and all that sort of stuff. There was three rounds over the holiday period since we've last um, spoken on this podcast. And Jake, I won the first two rounds. You I, did. I somehow got a win. I think per, um, Castro and Fornaroli really stepped up at the right time for me. Particularly that week, I think Castro got 38 points or something. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't have him as captain, but uh, you can't ask for everything. So they did really well. I won the first two, and I think Russ lost those two as well. So Russ has well, to buy me. That's actually interesting because uh, the third round, the most recent. Yeah. Yeah, Perth has the buy. Yeah. And you fall away. Yeah, so absolutely. Well, I was, I was about to touch on that. So yeah, Russ has to buy me. Two lots of um, twelve cookies. Twelve cookies in total. Uh, Jake, you won the last round, the round round thirteen, gone, yep. and I lost. I only lost by one point until we will get into this. But Davila got his goal retracted, yeah. and they adjusted his points from fifteen to two. It's probably and he better, wasn't captain, yeah, so I lost. It's probably better than you already lost. Yeah, I was saying that to, to Cam before. If if I'd won, uh, beat him by one point, um, yeah. and then they came away and, and stole my point. Well, not stole, but retracted my points. Would have been more devastated. But anyways, I got spanked in that last round because of. Yeah, we'll get into this in a bit, but my I've just been ravaged by injuries. Yeah. Like you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Uh, well, Ninkovic is old, but and then when you throw in the buy round, when like a team like Perth, who have got three players, yeah, and yeah, you just get smashed, and I just didn't know what to do. And you can't keep making two trades a week, struggling to just fill the team. Yeah. Anyway, so Jake, um, overall, you're in first bloody spot out yeah. of the group, out of two hundred odd teams. How many active teams? I'd like to know how many active like. How many teams are still playing? Yeah. I'd say 100. I'd say that it's halved. In our league? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably about that. I don't know, but you're first in our league and what overall? Fifth, sixth? Fifth out of the site, yeah. 2,000 or whatever About 2,000, yeah. I think. That's pretty impressive, Jake. Um, I was 16th, but the Villa uh, points gone. I'm now 20th. Russ was 20th. Um, and with all the people who the Villa uh, lost their points, he's now up to 16th. Uh, and Cam is 65th. So we're, we're all doing pretty well. A TBA fan pick team is on eighth. They scored 77 this week. I, f- I didn't mention how much we scored. What, well, did you get 119 or something? After uh, the points 119 after it was 50. Yeah, I think it was 60-something. I was on 95 and dropped yeah. down to 60-something. 
Um, shout out to the top three teams. Obviously, Jake's on top. How many points are you ahead of next, Liam? Uh, I've got a 17-point gap on him. Ooh, so Liam from Moran United, who's been up there, is in second. And then Bernie, what's his team name? Does it, do you have it uh, Goldburn's number one. There you go. And uh, so after round 15, Jake, so we've got two more rounds in two weeks' time. The winner, so if it would be Jake right now, will win the Tri-Grip prize from our friends at um, Tri-Grip slash Vito Sports. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty impressive little prize there. Jake's um, sweating deep, sweating shots. <laughs> he really wants that prize anyway. Yeah. Um, so thanks to Tri-Grip for that, and hopefully we will be sending it somewhere else and not just to Jake. What's um, the other thing, Cody, you've got... So I'm first, Liam second, and Bernie third. Mm -hmm. uh, overall in the whole site, I'm fifth, Liam sixth, Bernie seventh. So we're yeah, all right. right up there in the... We haven't had anyone in first or second or third for since like round one, I think. No, I think I was Started in off second, in, yeah. I think, after round one, and then it's just been a... Oh, well, hopefully one of us can, someone in the group can continue on. Still a long way to go. Um, and then the winner at the end of the, the season gets a total compression pack of a compression gear as well. So uh, thanks for total compression and tri-grip for the prizes. Um, all right, round review, Jake. Like we said, we didn't really watch... Um, you said you didn't watch any of these games. I think I caught bits and pieces of, uh, I think, the Raw game and do, 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 another one I can't remember. Anyways, um, so the Raw got up... We didn't do predictions. So the Raw got up 2-1 over Western Sydney Wanderers. City uh, survived a late scare from Western United. Mm -hmm. They were up 3-0 at half-time and ended 3-2. The Knicks continue on. That's a game I watch a bit of. The Knicks are looking really good, Jake. They're looking, and they that, have the whole season. They just yeah. the results just don't always. Yeah, I guess so. They just well, they've always been an entertaining, entertaining side. Like you, you expect goals when you watch the Knicks play, and with Ufak Tale there, he sort of has taken the Sydney system yeah. and adapted a little bit. But they're playing really good football. Um, they conceded pretty late in that game, which I was annoyed about because I had the uh, Moranovic, the keeper, the Phoenix's keeper. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah so they got up two one. Uh, Sydney continue on, as we mentioned before, 2-1 winners over Adelaide and victory. Wow. 4-0 winners over the Jets. I don't know if this is a combination of, you know, a great team, a great performance by victory site. I saw Robbie Cruz and, and a poor yeah. um, performance by the Jets, but it sounds they're like looking it good. Yeah. yeah, and despite not having Toybin, who, who was uh, suspended, and I've also heard he's injured this week coming. Yes, which um, we'll talk about soon, but that could throw a spanner in uh, my plans a little bit. But yeah. Nothing too major. I've sort of um, talked to how my team's already gone, but yeah, I was, I've been sort of the last few weeks hit by injuries with O'Neill being out for ages. I finally traded him, Jake. I, I got rid of him, brought him to Villa um, from the Phoenix. And I also got rid of Thomas Deng, who's been injured. I've had him since the start of the year and he's barely okay. played. He had like one or two good weeks. And now he's off on the Australian 23 side. And he actually played last night. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, they do, and and who did you bring in there? Uh, Elrich from Western Sydney. Okay, interesting. Which wasn't the greatest of... Yeah, but the, the price I had, the money I had, I didn't have a lot to play with and he was still relatively it's cheap. It's probably, I mean, we've mentioned it a couple of times and we'll keep talking about it more and more each week, but when we get to round 19 when you've got the victory, Sydney and Perth all yeah. having buys, you're going to have to make changes in the weeks leading up to that unless you want to have half a side missing. Yeah, that's um, right. So there's one player less that you have to worry about already. Absolutely. Well, two because I got rid of um, O'Neill as well. Yeah. Yep. So uh, how'd your team go, Jay? Anything to mention? Yeah, look, it was a pretty good week. Because well, you had I, McLaren I, captain. Yeah, I had McLaren captain. He got 22, so 44 for me. Um, Diamante got a goal. Traore got the clean sheet. And Mitch Duke got a goal. And Mueller for Western Sydney got the assist for Duke. So, yeah, he's doing well. Um, yeah, McLaren obviously did very well. And then I had a couple of players three players, four players who kind of did fairly well and that was enough to carry my team through. 
Cool. Well, the TPO fan pick team, um, they've got, what have they got? They've got 19 trades left, Jay. Um, they've got $311,000 in the bank. Um, they've got a good team. However, they have Juric and Ninkovic who have sort of missed a few games through injury. And I put it up to Instagram whether we should trade them if they are injured this week um, or, yeah, I don't know. I, I phrased it that way. And it looks like at least... Um, People are voting yes on Juric, so we might have to swap him out. We'll see about Ninkovic. And, but if Ninkovic will mention, actually, it's probably up already, but the Sydney-Newcastle game might be postponed, which yep. is so it's Thursday tomorrow. now, so tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow night um, because of, I think, air quality or something, or mm. heat. I can't remember which one. Uh, and we're looking to bring in either the McGree, McGree or Davila on for those teams. So yep. um, apart from that, the team's looking pretty good. They've got Curto in goals, Traore, Elrich, Neville and Kakache at the back. Josh, Josh Risen. Do you know, have you heard anything about I him? I haven't, but he's been injured for quite a while now. So, um, that I hate how they don't give you updates unless we're just not looking. Unless good. it's a long-term injury. Yeah. Like an ACL or something. They, they really don't tell he's you. He's been gone for like five weeks now, hasn't he? Five yeah, games. exactly. And if this, you know, the, the Sydney game that might not happen, that mm. will cause a lot of people trouble. But if that goes ahead, I don't have too many issues with at least fielding a team. But if that yeah. doesn't happen, then Josh Risen's looking like he's probably going to go on the chopping block for me. It's a shame because he's when he has played, he's always looking dangerous, yeah. getting assists and stuff. So, and you'd expect when he is fit, he might take a week or two to get back into the full starting squad and up and down the line like he usually does. So, anyways, keep an eye on Instagram for those votes and the TBO fan pick team. And they're doing they've done well all season. They're still sitting in eighth now. So, um, yeah, they're doing quite well. So, well done to the people who are voting. Jake, we're going to move into some Facebook and Instagram uh, questions. Okay. So we've got a few this week. I, I'm starting it off because I saw we were talking about this this morning. I said, Jake, save your answer for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really fantasy related, but A-League related. Switch A-League to winter. Jake, what do you thought? Yes or no? Um, I like the idea, but I, it, it would be a very different... And look, I'm not the only one. I've, I've read the comments on this, and most people say the same thing. Uh, the stadium situation. I think yeah. until we have more control over the venues that we use... When we're trying to play games in stadiums that are also but hosting what NRL games, hosts, oh, like Parramatta, um, Bankwest, yeah, yeah, like Suncorp, like uh, I don't know well enough. I think Amy Park other. does. Is that where the Storm play, Melbourne Storm? Possibly. That's and a I think for our... the Union team play out of there. Rebels. Yeah, look, that that'll happen around the country. Not all of them, but there are going to be stadiums. We don't really play out compete. of any AFL grounds, though, do I do. You know, the argument about going head to head with NRL and yeah. AFL for media, I actually don't think that's as big a deal as people think make out to be like of course it matters but it wouldn't matter to me like I can't be the only one who thinks it wouldn't matter to us but I think it would matter potentially to the broadcasters and that's what's really keeping that's what all the well look the reason I say yes subject to these other issues is aligning all of our football code across the year would make sense especially because I'm all for a second division and promotion relegation and linking the the tiers that is a very difficult thing to do if you don't have alignment yeah. across the, the seasons. Yeah, maybe um, they look forward to that. But it obviously would get rid of a lot of the issues in terms of heat mm. and postponement, like we're talking about tomorrow, postponing a game. But um, then again, how often has that happened? Well, I'd have to look back. Yeah. I, I remember games being cancelled quite fairly often due to due to heat, not bushfires and air quality, but, you know, who's to say it won't yeah. keep happening? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I can understand why it won't happen. I don't mm. think it'll happen, but... I also could see that it could have benefits if we did it. I'd like it to happen, mm. personally, like, in terms of... I don't know why, I just feel like it should be aligned to our winter and the other MPL. Um, it, well, one comment that I saw somebody make, which I hadn't thought about, because you, you start thinking, well, 
if it's in the same time as the MPLs mm. or all the local leagues, you know, kids are playing, it's more relevant to them yeah. at the time. Oh, okay. Um, and therefore, maybe they pay more attention to it. Right. But at the same time, would it potentially take football people away yeah, from the A-League right. because yeah. they have to focus on their own stuff? I feel like it, that would be more yeah. of an argument. Like, we do have games. We're playing this year and we'll have games on the weekend, so yep. maybe we miss out a lot of games because we're playing it. Well, even time. from now, I mean, we're, we've still got two months of pre-season and we're yeah. going to have games every weekend, yeah. practice games, and... Yeah, Chances are they're going to be at the same time as Brisbane yeah. Royal games. I haven't looked, but yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. So, um, yeah, yeah, there's, I don't there's know. arguments a lot of ways. Um, ultimately, I, think, I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. I don't think so. And if it does, it like, or even if there's a, if we look at it a bit more seriously, there really has to be some good arguments about why it has to happen. Mm. Like they're not going to make a major move like that unless mm. there's a very good reason for it. Yep, fair enough. Uh, Luke, Lukey GH, I think that's Luke Greenslate Horton, an uh, um, old teammate of mine. Um, uh, he's asked for a comparison of leagues across states. Again, not really fantasy um, related. He sort of said like, where does the MPL, for example, um, where does the MPL three in New South Wales um, match up to say the mm. Brisbane Premier League? So have you got any, I don't know, um, what you really, we've got I, a graph I can kinda, I've got a graph. So with the TPO rankings, I use that to spit out some comparisons. Yeah. Um, and this is to, this is off the rankings. This isn't off our opinions or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just off our system. 100% off yeah. the um, algorithm that yeah calculates the rankings yeah. um, and I might share the image because it's probably easier to do it that way but um, it basically goes down through so to use that example you know an MPL 3 in New South Wales is around about um, a tier 2 slash 3 in Queensland which mm. would be a QPL and BPL mm. um, so New South Wales and Victoria are up in front in terms of where their tiers sit, and it kind of follows what you would expect of the MPL. So if you said just mm. look at the top tier in each state and which are the better ones, um, New South Wales and Victoria out in front, South Australia, kind of third, Queensland just behind that. And they finally got their second FA Cup. They did, spot. yep. Um, and then, Sorry, if, so if you look at, I guess what I'm saying is if you look at just those, that comparison of the top tier, yep. the second tier and the third tier kind of follow that follow. as well. Yeah, it makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, makes sense. So I'll put an image up. Yeah, um, maybe we'll right. put that on Facebook and we'll just say we had a question, listener question. Yep. Um, here it is. We might do that. If you can remember to do that later today, Jake, yep. then I'll point Luke Done. Um, towards that. Uh, Dylan Gregory has asked two questions. Is Toivon and to McLaren a good trade? Um, my answer there would be, um, if you got the money, certainly. Um, maybe... Jake, would it make sense McLaren's probably going to come down if he doesn't keep scoring doubles? Is he? Um, well, sure. because he actually came down this week by a little bit, yeah. um, even though he scored the double. I think this round coming, he's actually looking like... So his break-even is seven, yeah. which is not much. So yeah. if he scores a goal, he'll go up in value. Okay. Um, Toivonen, I'll have to check. But again, as we mentioned, he's injured. Yeah, so. So that, and also with round 19 that we mentioned coming up, mm. Toivonen's got... If he misses this week, he'll have four games and then he's got another buy. So yeah. if that matters to you and you're trying to save your number of trades, probably don't. But Toivonen is definitely going to go up in value when he does get game time because okay. his break-even is negative one. So he yeah. can play and not score and he'll still go up a little bit. Mm. If he gets a double, he'll shoot up. So, yeah, um, yeah I, if you already have Toivonen, maybe I would make the trade given he's missing this week and got another buy coming. Yeah. But if it's you don't need to... Depends on how your team you know, is. Toivonen, and... He's still going to score goals. So. Yeah. Um, I'm actually looking to get Toyman, but um, again, I'm going to wait till after that round 19. Yeah. Because as as we mentioned, I don't think we fully explained, but I, th I believe it's Sydney, Perth, and Victory yep. all have the buy on round 19. Three teams. Yep. So you don't, 
if you're going to make trades, you don't want any bring any of those players in unless yeah. you can. Not at this point. Not at this point. Probably yeah. save. And, it and right so Toivonen's two hundred eighty thousand, yeah. uh, and McLaren. Oh, I have to have another look at him. Where's he gone? He's four hundred and thirty. So okay. You, if you've you got the money, I, I reckon that's a good trade to yeah. make. And I mean, don't forget, McLaren was six hundred and ninety yeah. not long ago. So he's he's going to keep scoring. Like he had a few games where he didn't do much, but he's going to he's going to be there or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, another thing I think people should uh, keep in the back of their minds is it is the transfer window. So I don't know what any of these that's true players are doing, and I'd just be a little bit cautious on some players. Um, who know? I don't know what McLaren stated, yeah. but who says an overseas club wouldn't come? That's true. Know? I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Um, if anybody's potentially going to get picked up, it's those that are playing well. So yeah, O'Neill's apparently um, Brendan O'Neill from Sydney apparently got some a link to Korea mm-hmm. as well. Um, Dylan has also asked why are Jets so bad or say <laughs> crap, but um, bad. Um, Dylan, again, I don't know whether it was a combination of just the, the players they have uh, or the way they were being coached. I don't know. They were. They have been very poor at the back, um, and again, their star player was sort of out. Out, but he's an he's an aging player as well. What can one player, a striker, really do for you? I don't know. I think he's a striker. Is he a winger? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah. I mean, Newcastle looked pretty good in the first couple of rounds. Yeah, there's a few there. rounds there. I'm like, oh, hang on a sec. They look alright, but I don't. I don't know why, Dylan. They just. You know, there's always going to be a team or two or three that uh, underperform in the last few years, really. And apart from that one-off year, they it's sort of been, um, well, Wellington, oh, they've done all right the last few years, but Brisbane, Central Coast, and Newcastle have all sort of been under par, under was Remember that we were talking about the stat, I think it was that Ernie Merrick's never missed the finals two years in a row? Was yeah. it Merrick or was it Newcastle? Uh, no, it was him, a coach. So, so what... Does that count now if Newcastle yeah, miss point. out? He's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see. There's been some um, names floated around who will come in and coach and stuff as well. Like, I think I saw some queue. I'm thinking he's not going to come back. Um, who else was the Clayton Zane is coaching down in Edgeworth, I think, at the moment, NPL. There was some yeah. other NPL coaches like Ben Khan from up here. To be honest, it, it's probably the best opportunity to give a NPL coach a chance. Yeah. Like, you got no money, you don't want to, like... You're not going to make finals unless... And, I mean, the reality of the A-League is no relegation. There's you're, no penalty. You're sitting pretty low. Give an yeah. NPL yeah. coach a chance. And you take low money, so, yeah, I reckon that'd be great. I'd love to see it, but, yeah, we'll see. I don't know who else is out and about. Um, and the last question here from Ed, Edwin DeWard, um, who is a long say on our Facebook group. Castro, is he worth the money? Jake, I don't actually know how much is he worth it. Actually, I have him on my screen here. Four fifty-seven. Jeez, he's expensive. He was like down at two thirty. I was actually. I'm going to have a look at this right now. So the in terms of the highest priced players across the whole league at the moment, Castro is yeah. number three. Yeah. Well, he just had a couple of good weeks where he went absolutely crazy. Yeah. And I've had him from day one, and I'm proud of that because him and Fornaroli, I've stuck with since day one, and I said these two are two of the best players in the league. And just because they weren't performing for a while um, doesn't mean you should get rid of them. You've yeah. been hasty. And I think I wouldn't be surprised. I'd like to know the, the numbers of how many people had him. Either of those two players got rid of him and now have bought him back. Or well, I can tell you, I don't know what it was, but right now it's 26 and a bit percent of people have him. So a little over a quarter of the team. They're so good. They're such good players just because yeah. they weren't scoring and stuff. Well, I, yeah. I started at the start of the season. I went. I remember asking a question: Do I go Castro, Kilkenny, or Economides? I wanted yeah. one of those three. Yeah. And I was pretty sure I didn't want Kilkenny. Um, and I ended up going Economides, and he did really well the first couple mm. of weeks for me. And then now he's kind of on the bench. He's on the bench. Play I can't I'm believe not, it. Not sure what's going on there. Yeah. But, um, I got rid of, rid of economies at the right time and I picked up Castro at the mm. right time. Um, in terms of whether you, you should pick him up given his price, 
if you are looking to make a trade and get him in, absolutely now is a great time. His break even is negative 27. So oh, he's going to, his projected price uh, this round is to go up 130. Yeah, I'd 100% get him in. So if you don't if do he, it now, you're yeah. going to miss out on a lot of money. Yeah, and I think, I mean, despite, like we said, you probably don't want to be bringing in players who've got that buy in round 19. Um, but I think he's probably an exception. I think um, him and Fornaroli, yeah. yeah. I just think they're two good players, unless they get injured or something. There's going to be weeks for every single player where they, or even two weeks in a row where they don't do anything and don't be hasty and get rid of them. If they're good players, they're playing well, yeah. creating chances, just hold on to them. They're going to do something eventually. Yeah, and look, we're, we're getting to the point now where we where people have to stop being careful about the number of trades they're making, but yeah. there's been a number of players throughout the season where they have a couple of good weeks in a row and they go up a little bit in mm. value, but their break-even number just hasn't caught up, yeah. and you can clearly see that they're about to shoot up. And McLaren was one, McGree was one, and, yeah. and I jumped on both of those and made good money out of them. Which has helped you now. Which has helped me now. Yeah. Um, Castro's about to be that player. Mm. Like He'll spend the next two weeks, especially this week, going mm. way up, and that's if he does nothing. He'll come back down. And he'll come back down. Um, um, so that's the question is, do you trade him in? If, if you're doing it for the money, you, presumably you want to sell him when he goes up a little bit. Or you, or you get in and you, you just stay to hold for the rest of the That's year. That's it. And he's, he's a top five midfielder, so yes, I think yep. I think you should do it. Cool. Um, or you could wait, because he probably will come down a little bit um, after round 19, once he's had that buy, yeah. and get in for round 20. I think if you want Castro, it's either this week, <laughs> yeah. or it's after round 19. Yep, totally agree. All right, that's enough of the questions. Jake, we're moving into your stats. Um, you're dropping some of them, because we reckon they go on too long, but what have you got for us this week? Um, well, before I get into stats too much, just to highlight a couple of players that are on four yellow cards, so a fifth would mean a suspension. Uh, some of these have been on there for a little while now, but Roston Griffiths, Melbourne City, Ryan Strain at Adelaide, uh, one day, I think you pronounce that, at yep. Perth, yeah, right. Aldred, Brisbane Raw, Donachy, Melbourne Victory, um, Steinman from Phoenix. Or Alfred. Who call, Dad calls him Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Al Aldred. Like from, uh, was it the butler in Batman? Um, and Paolo Retro from Sydney has four. So those... Who from Phoenix, did you say? Uh, Steinman. Matt, yeah, yeah. Matty yeah, Steinman. Yeah. Um, team of the round for round 13. So... Uh, I won't make you guess, Cody, but possible score this week was 214, so a little bit lower than some of the last few weeks. Um, it's a 2-5-3 formation again, so even with um, that victory clean sheet, there wasn't a lot of points scored from a defender's point of view. The the goalkeeper, Lawrence, Lawrence Thomas, as yep, I mentioned. Clean sheet. Um, the only clean sheet. Yep. The two defenders are Scott Neville, who scored a goal for Brisbane, mm -hmm. and Donachy at victory. Mm -hmm. um, midfielders, we had Retray, who got a couple scored of a goals. Yeah. Um, what did he get end on? Score-wise, he yeah. got 24 points. Yeah. Uh, you had Luna from City, got 18. Uh, oh, by the way, I read this morning that Cabrera's gone. Okay. Yeah, from I City, did, the other um, Uruguayan. Yeah, Apparently he's gone, yeah. All right, I'll have a look how many people have him in his team. Mm. But um, Mick Jen Basher, Melbourne Victory, uh, Brad Inman, Brisbane Raw, and Lee Broxham. So Inman's looking good. Yeah, he's mm. got a couple of goals. And yeah. For a midfielder, if you're looking for somebody, yep. wouldn't be a bad bet. Um, so that's the five midfielders. And up front, we had McLaren, Cruz, Cruz. and Naboo. Naboo, yeah, right. What did Cruz score? Uh, Cruz ended up with 20. 20 Is that points. it? Apparently, he had a hand in all four goals, but I guess when you. Have yeah. a shot, comes back with the keeper, that's not considered an assist. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um, and I, I don't know who played the ball across for the Newcastle own goal, but those oh, don't true. count as assist points either. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, team of the year. Not a lot of, there's two changes this week, so, um, but we haven't done this for a few weeks, so I'll, yeah, I'll run through the whole team quickly. It's still a 2-5-3 formation again. Yeah. Goalkeeper is Lawrence Thomas. <laughs> two defenders are Ryan Grant and 
uh, Gregory Vutrick yep. from Perth. And they've been in there for a couple of weeks now. Midfielders, we have, we've got Riley McGree, uh, Diego Castro, Alessandro Diamanti, uh, Dimi Petratos, uh, and Ulysses Davila is still yeah. in there. Um, right. And Davila's actually still the highest scoring player across the whole league, despite having points taken away for him this round. Yeah. Score. More than Lafondre. More than Lafondre. Davila's scored 156, McLaren's on 150, Lafondre's 148. Yeah, yeah, wow. Those three are well out in front. And um, you've got all three. And I currently have all three, but I only picked up Davila this week. So true, true, true. most of yeah. his points yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've missed all, out. All but two. Yeah. Uh, and then the three forwards are McLaren, Lafondre, and Barbarousas. So Barbarousas is in. Barbarousas oh. is in. Fornaroli's out. Remember that? It would have been like round five when I said, is it ball? Is it too ballsy to pick up Barbarousas and Lafondre from the same team? That would have worked out very well for you. And I talked, I said it at the right time too because he just started scoring, yep. I think. So um, those are the, yeah. The, the, and that, shout out to Callum. He actually he actually put a question in this week saying, can I go back in time and change my team? Callum was on our preview of uh, episode yeah. of the Fantasy A-League podcast and I still remember that question he put in a few weeks back. Oh, it would have been like round four or five That's and he said, why is Barbarousas, I don't know, he's basically saying he's, he's hopeless. <laughs> Useless. And then he said it halfway through a game in which Barbarousas actually scored in and he's just gone on. Well, you know the funny thing is uh, Russ here mm. at work with us um, on Monday when I was talking to him, he made a similar comment, Barbarousas has been useless. When? This week. Oh, what? And yet he's, he's in team uh, of the year. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. You'll have Russ to have a, talking about a chat about that. So uh, that was the one change to the team of the year. Barbarous is in for Naroli, dropped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one was Vutrick came in for Matt Miller in defence. Yeah, Matty Miller scored an own goal. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Own goals are the worst. I really hope we don't score any <laughs> this year, Jake. <laughs> Defenders, it's, uh, yeah, risk. Uh, any more tra- any more stats, Jake? Um, I'm going to give you the most traded players. Yeah, right. So most traded out this week. The first, the top six most traded out players are all Western United, given they've got the buy. Yeah. Um, Risden, Dean Drop, Durante, Curto, um, Kone, Diamanti, and Barisha, all on the traded out list. Oh, Barisha and Diamanti. Diamanti's scoring really well. I wouldn't get rid of him. I'm. Do you know what's funny, Cody? Because I'm down to. I've used half of my trades. I mm. think you've probably used one or two more than I have. I have. So at this point, you start... Wait, how many you got? 30. I've got 15 to go. I believe I've got 15 to go. Okay. Yeah, so I finally caught up. So we've still got enough, but we're mm. not halfway through the season. So I'm starting yeah. to look at it and go, we've got to be a bit careful. Yeah. These sort of trades, like Barisha out, yeah. who's been scoring, Diamanti out, the only thing I can think is they're trading him out and plan to get him back? Or like, why would you trade somebody like that? Yeah, I don't know. Unless, like you say, you've got half a team out. I certainly wouldn't. That's Just for one week. Seems odd. Yeah. Um, some of these, like, Risden makes sense because if you trade him out, you're not planning on getting him back. He's yeah. making a change. Anyway, the rest of that traded out list is Delbridge, Ninkovic, Juric, and Tuivenen. Yeah, Ninkovic. And that, that pains me because I, he's such a good player. Yeah. He's just, he's been, I think he's played like half, uh, 60 minutes in... Six rounds or something? Five I started rounds. my season with him in my team and I dropped him at some point. I think because Sydney must have had a buy or yeah. something, and I plan on getting him back the very next round, and I never did, yeah. and it's worked out well. Like if this. he was playing, I reckon he'd be top. Yeah. He'd be in the team of the year. He's so good. He creates, he scores. It's a, yeah. it's a shame. I, I really don't want to get rid of him, but I might have to, um, especially if the Sydney game's uh, postponed tomorrow. Yep. Keep mm. an eye on that one. Most traded in players, Scott Neville's at the top with that goal from Brisbane Royal. He, he's been on both lists a few times. He's, he scored, he's had two really good rounds and he came up and then I think the next week he got, like they conceded four goals exactly. or something. He's and he goes, and yep. people, you watch next week, they'll get smashed and he'll have, everyone will be on the opposite end. And this is another one. People are just jumping on him because 
they might mm. see a bit of cash that they can get. So anyway, uh, he's at the top. McLaren is on second after scoring a double. Georgievsky's uh, on there after, I mean, weeks ago. We've spoken about him for a while now, but he was in the team of the year and 300 yeah. grand. Now he's down to 126. Wow. Uh, Adrian Luna, uh, Traore, Cruz, Broxham, Stephen Taylor, uh, Marinovic, and Kim yeah, Sober. So there's okay. a lot of victory players in there. Yeah. Maybe after their buy, people are picking them back up, mm. but some of the cheap players. Not a bad shout. Um, and very quickly, I'll talk about I'll get some of these projected price rises. So again, this is if you're looking to make trades and you want to grab somebody who might be going up instead of down. Castro, we mentioned, is supposed to go up a long way. Mueller, Western Sydney's already mm. 327, but... He's projected projected to go up another eighty thousand. Yeah, wow. Fornaroli is on the list. Retro is on the list, but as I mentioned, four yellow cards. Yeah. So once Nikovic is back, I'll, yeah, yeah, weigh those ones up. Inman is on there. He's supposed to go up fifty-seven. So yeah. maybe a shout. Kianese, Basher, Kilkenny, Scott Neville, and Cruz all projected to go up forty grand or more. Yep. And then on the way down, and half of this list I'm not going to mention because they're players that have. Like Louis Fenton is on mm. here because he's yeah, they've been on injured. Here for a while, so yeah. the ones that I look at and think are worth um, keeping in mind, Ryan Grant. I know he's got another week suspension, but he's projected when he does play, he's got a very high break even, so he's mm -hmm. probably going to drop. Um, Lafondre's on this list, so thirty-seven thousand down projected. No, I don't care. I'm keeping um, him for a year anyway. We've got Halloran on there. You've got Roy O'Donovan, Riley McGree is on the <laughs> list. Um, they're probably the major ones that, despite scoring, <laughs> yeah, that people might have in their team. So. If you've got any of those players or you're looking to get any of those, yeah. maybe hold off a week. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got for you, Cody. Cool. All right, we're moving on to what we're doing this week and then we'll um, we'll look at our predictions for the week and ahead and then we'll wrap things up. Um, so the upcoming round, Jake, any changes on? I've been looking to get rid of Craig Noon for a while and it's just sort of been about timing and money. And to be honest, he, did you see his little assist? Little I chip over the Yeah, for Luna. It was great. He's and he got me 10 points on the weekend, so... Uh, or 10 or 12 or something? Um, 10. So I'm going to keep him, um, and only because I also, with trades and stuff, you're trying to be conservative. I'm still looking to perhaps get rid of him uh, if he just sort of plods on by eventually, but maybe to a toy even in. But again, as we mentioned, not till round, after round 19. Yep. Um, 15 trades left, and I've, only, I've got 62,000, so I've got a bit of money, a bit of leeway there. Uh, Ninkovic, I am really hope he's... I don't know, fit. Uh, I do want to keep him. Uh, but again, uh, yeah, I don't really know. Uh, unless And unless there's another serious injury to my team or, or a glaring out, which seems to happen each week, uh, I'm hoping not to make any changes. What about you, Jay? Um, so I did make last week the, the trade. I don't know if I mentioned this already. Jurich out and Davila in yeah, um, with Jurich being out. So I'm, I'm kind of looking at my team and thinking I I'm mostly happy with it. I yeah. had thought about bringing Toivonen in as well. Um, I know he's got five games between now and that well, injured, round. So. Um, so that's why I was thinking about him, but given he's injured down to four games. For who? Well, I was thinking Duke. Um, why would you get rid of Duke? You just brought him in a couple of weeks ago. Well, because at that point he went up in value and I was happy to do that for a few weeks and then jump on Toivonen. But uh, what I'm thinking now Didn't he is, just score? Well, he hadn't, but then he did this week. So uh -huh. anyway, I'm, I'm happy with Duke. So <laughs> the, the long-winded answer there is, Geez, you you bloody your team's pretty good when you're looking to get rid of Mitch Duke. Well, I guess, like I said, Duke scored this week. He takes penalties. He's a good option. Okay, they're not a great team, but he, he doesn't actually play up front though. He's out on the wing. But he's always so, involved, right? Well, out of the two, I prefer Toyvan though. So, but 
Mm. Anyway, I'm not doing that. I'm probably going to do similar to you. I'm going to wait. wait until after that buy round and then see what the values are yeah. and everything. Um, the other one is just waiting to see what happens with this Sydney-Newcastle game because yeah. if that is postponed, that leaves me with five pl- uh, outfield players yeah. in my squad, so I need to make at least one or two of those if I want to feel the... Team. Yeah, that hurts um, when that happens. But you got to think as well. When are they going to postpone it to? It might be the week midweek game. Which when does that get added to this round or exactly. the next? Exactly. You just yeah. never know. I mean, it could end up in that round nineteen oh, midweek yeah. or something. And that Sydney does not help. By. Um, I have three hundred and thirty grand cash sitting there, so <laughs> I've got plenty of options. I just need to to figure it out. Risden is still, a bit, as you said, it's been injured so long that if I if it comes that Sydney the Sydney yeah. game doesn't happen, he'll probably be the first one to go. Yeah. Okay, it'll be interesting next year if we play again with no buyers. It'll be so much easier in terms of managing your squad. I reckon we would have lost a handful of people playing fantasy because each week they go in and, and they've only had half a team play and they just get frustrated <laughs> and quit. Because when you go bad, you sort of give up. Um, so I reckon next year will be a little bit better as well. It happens easily too. Like, yeah, I know. You'll go into a round and I'll have two players who have got a buy. And mm. I think that's fine. I've got somebody else who has to mm. be on the bench. And then all of a sudden you realise that player's not in and that one's injured and... You're making these last, yeah, last, minute, last emergency minute. trades. And, and, so, and they don't give you any information on how long these players are out for either. Unless it's like really serious, like you said, um, they'll be back in you know January or something. Um, and they, that, saying that from the start of the season. Most of these players like Riz and Ninkovic, I just don't know how long, even yeah. O'Neill, I'm like, how long is he going to be out for? A week or is it six weeks? And they don't say. Well, it'd be interesting, and I'm not going to do this because it stupid amount of work but it would be interesting to go back through and, and listen to these podcasts we've been doing mm. and compare what I said I was thinking about doing to what I actually did yeah because I reckon how accurate maybe be. half the time I've followed through my plans yeah. more often than not it's gotten to the weekend and something's yeah. happened that's made me have to change yeah it. I've learned from that and I, that's why I'm like even now saying what I'm going to do I'm saying no trades but you just got it now it's now it's almost just like yeah I'll see see what the team says yep. you see what the lineups are unfortunately but anyway we have a bit of a plan going I, in I've resorted to setting alarms on my phone an yeah. hour or 45 minutes before kickoff so I remember just to have a quick glance at it yeah I missed a few of those like I missed on the weekend Inkovic being out again I was like what he didn't play well Russ has had Kone in his starting side yeah. two weeks in a row and he hasn't no, no. played so that sucks alright um, predictions for the weekend ahead West United have the bye Friday night well we're supposed to have the game but we'll um, maybe can you look up on Twitter quickly to see if A League have made any tweets? While, while we I do will, and I'm going to get you, Cody, to write down my projections. Oh, right, predictions, if that's okay. All right, um, Jets are host, supposed to host Sydney. I'm saying Sydney two one. Jake, what are you saying? Um, so I'm just bringing this up. I'm going to say I'm going to go Sydney three nil. Zero three. Saturday one forty five. Knicks are hosting Western Sydney Wanderers. Jake, what are you saying? Um, I reckon Phoenix will get up. Western Sydney haven't looked great, so I'll go. 2-0. 2 nil to the Knicks. Two I'm saying 1-0 to the Knicks. Saturday, 4 p.m., so three games on Saturday. Raw are hosting City. The last time they did, I was at that game at Redcliffe, uh, Dolphins Stadium, and they won that 4-3 thriller. I'm half saying three. Raw 2-0. 3-0 down at halftime. 3-1? Um, 3-0. 3-0, I think, mm. and then they came back from there. Mm. Um, let's see. I'm going to go one all. 1-1? One, one. Yeah. Uh, and then... 6.30, Perth are hosting Adelaide. What do you say, Jake? Oh, this would be an interesting one too. Mm. I've got another draw, 2-all. Two 2-all, two I'm saying 2-1 Adelaide and an away win. Bit of a surprise. Okay. And then to the one solo game on Sunday afternoon, slash evening, 5pm, Central Coast are hosting Victory. I'll let you lead. Jake, what are you saying? Um, you know what? I'm going to... This will be my upset of the round. I think Mariners will get up 2-1. It's not that much of an upset. 
at home. But yeah, I'm saying one all. So, okay. did you get any tweets from? Um, I, I'm anything? just glancing down here. I can't see any. Okay, mustn't be announced yet. But keep an eye on that, guys. Um, I'm not sure what will happen if it's postponed and when to how how to work with fantasy. Uh, but I'm sure once it's announced, we'll put something in the Facebook group. So if you're not on there, you should join. Um, yep. Anything else, Jake? No, nothing else. Oh, actually, no, there is one thing. Yep. I'm wearing a... Yeah, I was about to say, shirt, nice shirt, Jake. What, yes. what, what shirt is I've that? I've got uh, the, a the brand new Hamilton Azuri shirt. So nice. they play in the um, zone leagues in northern New South Wales. Yep. Uh, in around Newcastle. Not to be mistaken with Hamilton Olympic, who are now... Oh, um, Did they change their name? Oh, there's been to a couple. Newcastle I'm Olympic? I'm not sure, yeah. There's been a couple of no. changes. New anyway. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, yeah. so Hamilton Azuri... Changed their name back to the Azuri, and mm. or it already was, but they've got this brand new shirt, um, and it's quite nice. It looks like sort of like Maconi jersey. A um, little bit. It's kind of, I mean, the sky looking blue. at a at local league here, it's like a Brisbane City. Yeah, very much like a well. city, and quite, the, but they've got blue. like this jersey in particular has the Italian flag colours down the middle, yep. which looks yeah, it looks really nice. Yep. So thanks to Hamilton Azuri for sending yep, the jersey. We sent that up, so um, and I bribed them to get the shirt, and yeah. my part of payment was that the Zone Premier League and and leagues below that would be making into the TPO rankings yep. this year, so we're going to add those leagues. you got a lot um, of work to do, don't you, this year? I do, and it's going to come around quickly. We're going to add a couple of the um, local capital leagues here in Brisbane. Anybody? Why is that? Well, because uh, it's Because we're involved in it now. A lot more relevant to yeah. us this year. Um, yeah, just for those listening, we, um, all four of us at work are playing for the same club, AC Creener in Capital One, Brisbane. We had our first session of the year on Tuesday night, and we're all bloody walking <laughs> around hobbling. And if you don't know our where we work, Jake's business is... Um, yeah. home staging where we move a lot of furniture and we all had a massive day yesterday up and down stairs and we're all hobbling around we're supposed to go to training tonight too yeah. it's going to be fun anyway I was going to say if anybody listening follows any other kind of local grassroots leagues and yeah. um, want to want them added into the rankings hit me up and if I we'll get some requests I'll, I might add them in um, and I had something else to say on the rankings too oh and there's a lot of name changes too club name changes yeah, because now the, the NCIP is being cut, I can't remember what that stands for, no. but basically clubs can go revert back to their... A lot of clubs are. Rockdale have. Went from Rockdale Heritage. City Suns to Rockdale Illinois. Il- yep. Yeah. So there's a bunch of clubs doing that. Apart from that, enjoy the the A-League on the weekend. If you've got any questions or anything like that, let us know. Otherwise, we'll hopefully be back next week.